0: It's time for an inside look at the most powerful motorsport on the planet. WFO Radio NHRA Nitro.
1: Merry Christmas. Happy New Year. Happy week between the two. What's up, everybody? Joe Costello back in the WFO Radio studios for a a special NHRA Nitro. We got the voice of the NHRA, Alan Reinhart. Going to be joining us seconds from now. Going to have a casual conversation. It's not like there's a ton of news out there, but I want to connect with everybody, see how everybody's doing, see what's up out there in the WFO universe. We did an admission show last night, like brief one, right? As the Miami Dolphins were throwing the uh, New Orleans Saints a beating last night, and it was a lot of fun. It was a lot of fun. So we're going to catch up with Reinhardt, find out what the holidays are going to be going uh, like and what he did over Christmas. But what we're really doing is... Is we're going to give a little bit of a platform to Flying Ryan Ayler, who will be joining us on the show just uh, at some point. And we're going to talk about Joe versus Pro, which is going down tomorrow at Showtime Dragstrip in St. Petersburg, Florida. If you happen to find yourself in that area, come on out. Joe versus Pro, me and Ryan battling to the death. Okay, not to the death. We're going to do a two out of three match race in his Mustangs that he owns and knows very well at the track that he races at and has his Tampa Bay Race Reynolds grand opening. That's the big story. One of our great friends is an entrepreneur and starting something off. And what else you got going on a Wednesday? So come on out. Gates open at 3 p.m. approximately. And we're going to do all our Joe versus pro stuff before the sun goes down. So if you want to get there, get there early. It's Wednesday. You ain't got nothing to do. So get on out there and hang out. And from what I hear, a lot of people are scheduled to come on out. All right, before we get to Alan, let me say big thanks to the people who make it possible for me to do WFO Radio. And we're going to start off this one with, uh, you know, the Patreons. How about the Patreon? It's amazing. This group of VIP listeners, they're members. They pay on a monthly basis or a yearly basis, depending on what they choose. There's a couple of options. And they get all kinds of behind-the-scenes intel. They're the advisory board. They get to watch and participate with the Ignition show as it is recorded live. And uh, great stuff. But also, also, they, uh, they get to say that they're helping WFO in this cruel and tortured world. So thank you, Patreons. Patreon.com slash WFORadio. If you want to support, go to the website, WFORadio.com. And you can click on there. And we've got our sponsors like Frank Hawley's Drag Racing School. Great to see Frank and Lana Hawley and uh, having great success in another year, 2021. Moving on to 2022. It's not too late to get the Dragster Adventure scheduled for this upcoming season. And Samtech.edu, the School of Automotive Machinists and Technology. The next generation of engine builders, machinists, CNC programmers, EFI tuners. Like, where is the sport going to be without these people? Where is it going to be? We need you. So get out there. Get on the web. Go to Samtech.edu. Call them. I was having a great conversation with Brian Massingill about it. He's like, you know, he goes, I got people. I go, do people say WFO? He goes, yeah, some people do. He goes, but really, I have people that tell me, oh, I saw it on uh, this show, and we don't advertise on that show. So it's uh, tell them you heard about it on WFO radio, whether you did or you didn't. Samtech.edu, and, of course, Total Seal Piston Rings, the leader in ring seal technology, TotalSeal.com. And we got a new hidden horsepower getting ready to drop Larry Morgan from the PRI show where he talks about, like, it was a 10 to 15-minute conversation where he dropped all kinds of great information and ensured himself to be back. Like, what did he do? And this is one that Reinhardt would probably be interested in talking about um, you're going to love this one, Reinhardt. I know he's watching that. Uh, the, you know, they sent uh, Pro Stock Piston technology design to Ilmore and they did a design for Larry and Larry looked at the design and said, that'll never work. And it's exactly the design that came about like 15 years later. And he's like. Oh. And it was like, do you feel uh, annoyed? He was, like, Yes, very annoyed. Because that was the future. We just didn't know it. It didn't look like it would make sense. Sense. Hidden horsepower, total seal, Apple Podcasts, Spotify, SoundCloud, go to their website, check it out. And it's an exercise to teach you that ring seal is very important and you can order all your parts and pieces right from their website. And then there's Marvin Rodak, Rodak's Grills. 817-924-6821. I still got to catch up with Marvin on a couple of things. Like his Christmas present. Yeah, you know, there's just a bunch of different stuff going on. But Marvin Rodak, Got me started off today and that's my secret weapon in the battle against flying Ryan Ayler. I'm gonna get coffeeed up. I'm gonna be so coffee, extremely caffeinated. I think it's gonna work out. Coffee, hot sauce, spice rub, grills, tools, tips, information, located in Fort Worth, Texas. Check them out. That is rhodaxcoffeeandgrills.com. Go to the website, go to our website, go to a website. And now going out to Tucson, Arizona where there has obviously been a happy and wonderful Christmas. As indicated by the new state of the studio, there here he is, Alan Reinhardt. What is going on, Reinhardt?
0: I'm uh, coming to you from my Christmas couch that was gifted to me by a few of my friends who got together and conspiratorially uh, surprised me with. I like this. that. You like it?
1: I I don't want it. It I like. It. Yours. I like it for you. It looks so great in your studio, but you know, like everyone was asking, they were like, "Man, Reinhardt doesn't look like he's relaxing when he's on the show." Now you look like you're relaxing. Look at this guy. Yeah, and now Snoopy, that's a throw, right? What's under the throw?
0: Um, well, the the couch that. Um, we all believe has a storied history. Um, I'm not sure exactly where it came from, but I think the story is that it was a free-to-good-home item on Facebook Marketplace. Uh, my friend Eileen thought, "Hey, that Let's would get be him. perfect." So she and uh, her girl squad got together and. They surprised me with it on Christmas Eve when I was down here getting everything set up, just pulled up, unloaded it out of the back of her truck and went, here you go. Now the good news is it's on wheels. So when uh, this broadcast is over at some point, I'm just going to roll this baby right out to the curb and hopefully some guy or somebody that, uh, somebody that needs furniture way more than I do will take this home. But it, uh, yeah, it's, uh, it's hideous and.
1: Have you considered I've, that one of the WFO universe out there in the Tucson area would like a celebrity couch? Go get it. From Reinhardt. There get it is. <laughs> so here it is, guys. The big news of the day is not Joe versus Flying Ryan, who is getting queued up here seconds from now, but that you may uh, take Reinhardt's couch.
0: Now, just so you know, I don't know if you how well you can see that.
1: Okay, that's very good. Yes, it looks like an Asian uh, theme.
0: Right, that's what the whole thing looks like, and uh, the general consensus is that this thing might have spent some time in a Asian house of, uh, let's Relaxation. say, a place where people make make friends. Yes, um, yes. I am, <laughs> I am loath to put a, a black, black light on it, but as long <laughs> as it's got a Snoopy blanket on it, I think that. Uh, that makes it seem safe.
1: Ah, got a little weird just in time for the holidays, but I wouldn't have it any other way. Everyone well, you'd, is have to
0: know, you'd have to know Eileen and Mary and Jessica. They'd, uh, they're, they're a little twisted themselves. So.
1: They're your friends. So that tells me all I need There's to know that. about them. right? Walt is out there, says uh, happy holidays. And Maddie is out there. What's up, Maddie? Which we were promoting Maddie's YouTube channel. Uh, on our big holiday party. Lonnie is out there at the clinic with a girlfriend who is getting a nerve block. Okay, that's uh, interesting information there, Lonnie. Thank you. Edwin, who is the big fan of the Sarge, who's been asking us for like years, like, when's the Sarge coming back? And I can tell him with certainty, full time next year. That's news we didn't get to talk about uh, since it was a pre recorded show. But how about that, Alan? I think that is great news that uh, Tony is back next year, and he's got this cool scheme. How are we going to avoid calling him Tony the Tiger, though, with that kind of look, Tiger Stripes?
0: I think it looks good, and I think, you know, it's always great to see a new company come get involved with NHRA, somebody who's not necessarily in the automotive or in the performance business, but uh, great to have him. And, of course, the Maynard family is going to be on board as well. You know, Tony, uh, you know, all of a sudden, the degree of difficulty just went back up again because, Tony's skill in the car is certainly unquestioned, and he's going to have you know first-rate equipment, and first-rate brain power, and uh, you know. Remember, he was came out and did a cameo a couple of years ago, ran what three races or something like that, and won one of them. So I don't think it's going to be long before he's back in the winner's circle. And I'm certainly not ready to pencil him in, Steve Torrance out, but I think it's going to make it that much more difficult if Steve wants to repeat and uh, and rack up another one.
1: Another good car out there. And, a, and yeah. for me, for me, it's just like he's got so many fans. He's got 20 years of fan equity that those people aren't just going to switch to somebody else. They're not going to have the same passion that they do for their guy. Their guy is Tony Schumacher. And now they get to come out and uh and root for him. It's as simple as that. Uh, Speaking of well, rooting, he, go ahead.
0: I was just going to say, he's got a lot of things going for him. I mean, one. You know, all of those fans that he has always had are still going to be Tony Schumacher fans, no doubt about it. But now how many fans of DSR only have one top fuel car to root for? I'm certainly not saying everybody's going to abandon Antron or everybody's going to abandon Leah, but I know that there were a lot of fans that, you know, DSR was their team period and DSR now is Tony. And I think he is going to inherit some of those, you know, even though, Ron is still going to be out there. Antron's still going to be out there. Obviously, Matt and Leah are still going to be out there, but they're not technically a part of DSR anymore. So for those who were just, you know, a lot of people, Hendrick Motorsport fans.
1: Absolutely. And as the
0: drivers change, they, they continue to be Hendrick Motorsport fans. Some people are certainly going to go with the driver, but some people are going to stay with their team. Well, if you were a DSR fan, Tony is now your DSR guy.
1: It, well, exactly, and uh, in motorsports like Ferrari, right? Like there are Ferrari fans, and then there's fans of Charles Leclerc, and then there are fan like it, it break fans of the country of the driver. Like what well, you know, if you're Italian, you're rooting for this guy, um, and that's true in NASCAR. There are Hendrick Motorsports fans that they root for Hendrick Motorsports, and if a guy comes in and he's there for a while and then he leaves, they don't follow him. They stay with Hendrick Motorsports. I can only assume that happens in drag racing also. And yes, the DSR fan base that has been building for 25 years, they need someone to root for too. And they got their guy, the Don and Tony. I'm excited. Now, speaking of rooting, I've been telling you what's going on tomorrow, right? There will be no show. I'm traveling over to the Tampa, St. Petersburg area. I'm involved in a match race. I was called out last year and we got rained out. Something happened. I forget what it was. I think it was a hurricane. That hurricane. Ida came was coming right at us. Couldn't do it. And, uh, the guy who challenged me is about to jump on. So I'm going to bring on Flying Ryan. You ready for that? Sure. Here we go. All the way from his shop somewhere, Flying Ryan Aylor. What's up, Ryan? What's up? What's happening, guys? Now, where are Come you? On, Ryan, you don't
2: have Ryan? You don't have a Christmas couch? Come on, man.
1: I know. Mike, My... I do
2: have a casting couch um, in the office. <laughs> but... Uh... We'll just stick with the race uh, the race office here for now. Yes, just no,
1: no more black <laughs> light talk, guys. No more black
2: <laughs> light talk. Let's just stay away from that. Now, are you in Florida yet, Ryan? I am not. I'm currently in Illinois. Uh, it's snowing outside here now. It's kind of miserable. Um, but duty calls. I had to get a couple days into work. I was just in uh, Clearwater last week uh, kind of preparing for the event. And uh, now we head back tonight and getting in on the late flight. And fingers crossed on the flight, because if the flight has any issue, I'm going to have to set a new world record from Bloomington, Illinois to Clearwater, Florida uh, by uh, automobile. So that's so far. The record's been set at 15 hours and 50 minutes. So and that was in a vehicle that topped out at 96 miles an hour. So. Okay. Potential, but of course, you would, would never
0: drive that fast on the highway because that, no, would, of be course not. Not. that of would be course illegal. Not. Right. Exactly. But, uh, no, I, I'd, emergency. I'd be worried about yeah. the flight, too, with all the stuff that's going on out there
2: these days. Man, especially the last week or so has been crazy. Yeah, my flight last week got canceled, which I was supposed to have Christmas on Sunday with the family. And I said, let's have it Saturday just so I don't, uh you know, cram too much into my Sunday itinerary. And uh, it's a good thing because it got canceled. And I had to shoot down to St. Louis, catch an unexpected flight into Tampa and uh, put it all together. I made it there. Everything was all good. So we're hoping that this one uh, is a little bit better luck. But we fly out of a small airport and we're flying into St. Pete Clearwater. So uh, sometimes the smaller airlines like Allegiant, uh, uh, I like to call them risk takers. So uh, we, we, usually, we usually go off and we get, you know, we get off the ground. Whether we get there or not, so far it's been you know, 100%, but you just never know.
1: Okay, so my plan is very similar. I, I am flying out of Miami to Tampa, 9 a.m. Alan, you'll like this. This is my 70th segment, okay? This is what scores Platinum Pro. And, and, but I am also concerned that it might be canceled. So I might I'm back in my car. I'm gonna be gassed up. If I get canceled on my flight, I'm driving to Tampa. And then I'll I don't know. I guess I'll fly back and leave my car so I can get my segment and then figure out the rest. But this is it. It's going down tomorrow. Ryan, explain the deal to everybody out there, assuming that some people in the WFL universe are within driving distance.
2: Okay, so we're having our grand opening celebration. We put together Tampa Bay Race Rentals almost one year ago today. I, I swear it was, uh, I want to say it was Wednesday last year. I want to say January 28th or 29th. We uh, were down in Clearwater. We, we've been kind of having this uh, tradition of getting rental cars and going to the drag strip. And it kind of went full circle. We put it into a full business plan. And doing that, we created Tampa Bay Race uh, two brand new Mustangs. Uh we've got twenty uh twenty
1: okay, your audio just got really low. Like your audio was super loud and great and clear and now it's low.
2: We've got an arrangement with uh Showtime hmm. Drag Strip in Clearwater, Florida. And in that uh we put together this program where corporate events trying to get cars,
1: Ryan uh, Ryan can get together
2: and get their uh, their time out on the racetrack. Your earbuds and, died.
1: Yeah, your earbuds died, right? No, I think he was getting a call, Alan, is what he was doing. He was getting a call.
2: It looked like, to me, it was still normal. But hey, Freddie Collins, former pro-stock motorcycle racer, was just calling me. And uh, he should know better. Pay
1: attention to WFO. Come on, Freddie. But listen, say what you said again, and just know that your audio cut out. That's what cut out, your audio. All right.
2: Starting over. We put together Tampa Bay race rentals
1: one year ago today. Um,
2: We've had a tradition of getting rental cars and going to the drag strip and which is totally inappropriate. And, and should, you know, that, that was just a big no, no. So doing that, we wanted to put together a program that was totally legit, safe for everyone. And uh, we, we came up with the idea of let's do this for real. Let's form a business. So Tampa Bay race rentals was created. And now we have two 2020 Mustang GTs set up with drag radios for Mickey Thompson and we have an arrangement with Showtime Drag Strip which is in the heart of Clearwater Florida literally less than 2 miles from St Pete Clearwater International and i think only 10 miles from Tampa Bay uh, or Tampa International Airport so uh, the big grand opening is <laughs> the big grand opening is tomorrow and we are having Joe vs the Pro Joe and I uh, have doing some smack talking, and this year, uh, I called Joe out earlier this year when we were going to do a race, and we did get it canceled. It's a good thing we did postpone it because uh, we would have never got that race in. Now, the weather tomorrow looks beautiful. It is going to be a gorgeous day at the racetrack. We've got – The local news, Bay News 9, is coming out tomorrow morning. Uh, We're doing a segment with them. Then Joe's coming in. We're working with Joe, doing a segment for a later WFO episode, I believe. Yes. Jack Corpella from Cycle Drag will be on site. We're going to be having Facebook Live all day long. We're going to have a 32-car shootout starting at 3, which is obviously they're using our Tampa Bay race rental cars. Uh, We're racing for a purse of uh, 600 to win, 300 per second, and then the semifinals. were taking home 200 each. Then we're going to have another 32-competitor shootout starting in the early evening. We're going to have grudge match races. We're going to we're going to have raffles, 50-50 raffle. We're going to have uh, raffles for uh, – we got a lot of Oakley giveaway stuff that we got while we were out in California. We have um, uh, Johnny Jett uh is got a boat rental jet ski rental business down uh in sarasota area great brandy and he's giving away some uh, free boat rentals. so we got all kinds of stuff we're giving away as well as a uh, flying ryan swag tampa bay race rental swag nuts scent swag so there's going to be so much stuff that we're going to be giving away that you better bring a suitcase to take home all the freebies and stuff you win so we're really excited the band starts at eight o'clock It's going to play till about midnight And uh, we're going to have one heck of a party to kick off the New Year celebration that we're going to start just a couple days early because we anticipate this being a a really fun event.
1: I love it. I love it. But I got to race this guy, Alan. Like, that's the thing. His cars, his track, his everything. Like, I feel like I'm at a slight disadvantage. Well, that's why I booked a flight to come in at
2: 1130 at night. So at least you know I wasn't all day Tuesday, you know, working on the tree. We decided to do a pro tree. Five tenths, as per suggestion from Joe, which I think was a very valid point. I have never launched this car on a pro tree five tenths, so that seems to be pretty fair. Um, Everyone's going to have the same shot. We're gonna we're gonna go ahead and put you know to kind of give everyone a a working of how this operates on a normal uh, situation. If this was a regular rental, and we had everybody from NHRA out, we would basically. Explain how we run the cars, all the do's and the don'ts, and then we put one of our instructors in the car, and we explain to them how to do a burnout, how to stage the car, how the tree works, and then we let them make a pass down the track, and then we come back and we check everybody's comfort level. A lot of people have never drag raced that were taken into these uh, this experience, so uh, we're going to treat it about the same because within that first 32 group, you're going to have people that are Ford test track drivers, you're going to have people that've never drag raced. And to be honest with you, it's anyone's game in these cars, and that's why it's so exciting. And uh, I'm really looking forward to seeing what happens, especially Joe versus the pro, because this is going to be smack talk that lasts a lifetime. And yes. I want that smack talk.
1: Smack I talk have that a last suggestion time? for
2: Joe, and he's yeah. sissied out. I can't yeah, believe Tell, him, him. tell
1: him, him what Would you, you tried to get me to do.
0: I told Joe that he should simply borrow Kevin McKenna's Mustang and sneak it right into the competition Race it against you, heads up. If your car's red, you probably wouldn't know the difference. And I don't know if you're familiar with Kevin McKenna's Mustang or not, but it's a low 10-second street car that he won like drag week with a couple of years ago or one, one of those competitions, like driving it around and around and around and racing it every weekend. And I told Joe, I said, it's in Florida anyway. It's getting some work done, have I said, just call Kevin, borrow it, and go over there when it's time to race Ryan. Sneak that baby in there and uh, show them what it's all about.
2: There, there's going to be some more cars entered into the Tampa Bay race rental opportunity. So we've got some of our own ten-second cars hiding around in places. But not, uh, alarm. But that wasn't a Mustang. For right now, we're we're, we're going to we're not going to let any. Everybody's trying to already come up with. Ways to, to, to cheat the operation. I've already had. Of
0: course they are. They're racer.
2: <laughs> had- they I've had people get a hold of me that are trying to figure out how to get a good light at home with practice trees already. Um, I, I, the tire <laughs> pressure situation. Come on. This is supposed to be an Even Stevens' operation, guys. So it's going to be whoever wins this sucker, because all I hear is when I'm running an operation, all oh, the black cars hurt. I'm like it's got 1,200 miles on it. There's nothing wrong with the black car. Oh, there's something wrong with the black car. I hop in the black car, whew, seven 790 in the eighth at 95 mile an hour. That's great. Oh, so you'll be you'll be
1: you'll be happy to take the black car then, right? i take the red car and go with
2: 796. You know, then someone say, like, oh, it's because you're light. It's it's your weight. And I'm like, well, the red car had a full tank and the black car was empty. So you know, I'm telling you, the cars. There are some tricks to the cars, like any drag racing uh, vehicle. Um, Obviously, you know we're leaving with an automatic. It has sport mode. You want it in sport mode. Where where everybody is supposed to have the cars left in traction control after they do the burnout. And uh, yeah, we learned that in Indy a couple years ago. What that? (laughs) (laughs) Alan, horrible. (laughs) so basically you can over torque the car you can you can brake torque the car up on the line to where when it leaves it's going to spin the tires and it'll knock two tenths off the time just like that but if you let the converter do the work and you and you're patient on the tree and uh, you cut a good light you know most of it's cut on you know right at the starting line and the best reaction time wins but if you get greedy and try to squeeze more out of it than it can handle and the track starts to go away as the day goes on you can spin the tires and you can wind up losing that way so there's all kinds of different ways that Joe can wind up having excuses for why he didn't win this event. But we're, we'll just have to wait and let's see how it shakes out tomorrow.
1: Yes, exactly. Exactly. Michael okay. Heiner is out there. He picked up your uh, <laughs> reference there, Alan. Um, I just think it's great. Now, Ed, Ed is out there, wants to know, where is this strip? And this is kind of not the most obvious drag strip, Ryan. So explain that. OK,
2: so Tampa, uh Showtime Drag Strip is located right in the heart uh, right on the edge of Almerton and 126 so if you know the area at all Alm- Almerton is an east-west road and it's right below st Pete International Airport and uh, 126 is a Northwest road or I'm sorry north-south Road so it, the easiest way to find it one is to go to Tampa Bay and look up the address or Showtime drag strip or Showtime Speedway but uh, on our website, Tampa Bay Race Rentals, it has the best. Because if you go and put in the address on Showtime Speedway, the map doesn't like it. So we have an address that's off of 126th Street, which is really easy. You drive down 126th Street, bam, you run into the drag strip. So you can't how miss
0: it. it for, how far is it from Hooters?
2: <laughs> uh, from the original Hooters on Gulf to yeah. Bay, it's probably 10 minutes.
1: There you go. The original Hooters. There's where the after party could end up happening, right? We could be at Hooters.
2: We could be at Wing House. Uh, Orange County Choppers has now the OCC Roadhouse, which is just two blocks away, which is now a huge, uh, awesome outdoor bar and venue. Uh, there's so much happening in Clearwater, Florida, and Tampa. That's just it's just unbelievable what they have. And you'll go to a bike night on Wednesday night. And there'll be a thousand motorcycles at the Quaker Steak and Lube. I mean, a 1,000 on a Wednesday. And uh, for me, being in Central Illinois, which is not the most exciting place to live, uh, I, uh, I'm really ready to get out of here to have this New Year's celebration start and uh, have some fun.
1: Well, exactly, exactly.
2: Well, I can
0: tell you, it's, it's beautiful here. And I don't know if you can see that or not, but my <laughs> motorcycles are uh, right there. Yes, and they're ready to go out, go for a spin.
1: I got to say, we're it's the, here as well. Uh, it's South Sunny, South Florida is looking great. It's great. Yeah, it's stuff.
0: about fifty degrees here, and just couldn't be couldn't be nicer. So uh, might be out on the might be out on the scooters later on today.
2: That is awesome. That is I awesome. played golf on Friday. It was sixty degrees here in Illinois.
1: That's impressive.
0: And now it's snowing. That's why I don't live in <laughs> Illinois. among
1: it other should. reasons. Exactly all right while well, we got you ryan and we'll be seeing you tomorrow and of course you know you are definitely the guy who has the advantage of this whole deal but uh, what about for next year what are your plans for next year
2: uh we're gonna we're gonna try to uh, win a championship in pro stock motorcycle you know we we've had a lot of stuff that everyone wanted to know last year what happened ryan what you were doing so good and you fell off we were chasing reliability we chased the right reliability. We found it. We lost the performance edge that we had. Uh, now we've got a good package going together this off season. Um, we, you know, the nice thing about any problem, and you have to diagnose what happened and where. Where did the performance go? When you know the answer, and you just have to fix it, that's great. There's nothing worse than having a problem that you don't know the answer to. So, it, for us to at least reestablish where we were at the beginning of last season, I think that's going to be uh, uh, that's going to happen no matter what then we won't be blowing up motors every other round. So we'll have some reliability factors there. And, I, you know, the, the goal is really to show up, go more rounds, win more rounds of competition, finish higher in the points than we did this year. My goal this year was to finish in the top five. And we could have definitely done that if we would have uh, been able to run the same kind of program that we had to start the season. But we would have had to blow up more motors than John Force and uh you know you really just can't do that in uh in our budget so uh now we've figured that out we're working with a couple uh vendors to uh, to fix our problem and we're going to be testing here in Bradington and you know in just about 30 days um we're building a brand new bike which will be one of the first ever fuels to be built uh on a different chassis design uh, almost all the Buell chassis have are a copy of the original Cosman chassis. And uh, Mike Mullaney, who's on our team as well as Mullaney Cycle Works out of out of you know Indianapolis area, he's been building me a a brand new design, and it's going together. We should have a rolling chassis here pretty soon. And you know, I I'm going to be patient with it because unlike a lot of people out there, they say, "Oh, I got a brand new bike. I can't wait to you know we're going to go fast with this." You're never going to take what you have that's already proven and it doesn't ever get to pass that until it literally is quicker than that and passes it. So we have to get that other bike out there and it has to prove itself. So that'll be something that goes on throughout the year. So nothing better than to have a plan of knowing that you're going to be a, probably a top 10 contender going into hopefully a countdown situation and having maybe something up your sleeve for the countdown, like a whole new bike that's already been tested and tried and true. So um there's a lot of stuff that's got to come together but uh it's like every year so for us this is i think i've been out here uh, i just saw a facebook uh re- memory the other day 10 years yesterday i made my first four mile pass on my pro model. so i've only been really digging for 10 solid years and now we've been in nhra since 2018 and I, i'd have to say that we've really uh proven that we're a contender but a lot of teams have their ups and downs. We've had a, a downfall throughout this year. Now we just have to recover and, uh, you know, put put it on the scoreboard. I like it.
1: That's, that's honesty right there, right? <laughs> right. Just putting it out there making it plain.
0: Are you working on your practice tree there, Joe?
1: Yes, I am. <laughs> yes, I am. <laughs>
0: I kept watching that thing flash in the background, and I go, what's Joe doing? <laughs> there we go.
1: Yeah. Is that a five-tenth tree? No. Um, yes, it race. is. It's a five. I've, I've set it up for the five ten pro tree. I haven't. I haven't hit a tree in a long time, and so I, I started to get nervous. Basic anxiety, like, oh my gosh, this guy is a professional racer. What can I do? I plan when the sun comes up in Clearwater, Florida, tomorrow, I'm out on the
2: track and I'm hitting the tree over and over and over again. I'm going to deny that that
1: happened. <laughs> I am going to get extremely coffee out. And drink so much Rodax coffee more than I ever have before, my head may explode.
2: But I will also deny that. What is Reinhardt drinking? It looks like Bombay, like it water. Oh, okay. It's a
1: giant gallon of Bombay sapphire. <laughs> He's not a gin guy, though.
0: He's a... I do still have all the scotch out over here, though I haven't put it away yet. So
1: How'd that go over, <laughs> Alan?
0: It was good. It was, a, uh, it was a very good day. Had uh, people. Uh, My first guy showed up a little after nine, and I think there was somebody here. I don't think I was alone all day, Uh, but people drop in and out and ended up with my buddy Martin, gave me a ride home at the end of the day, which was a good thing. Um, I usually don't over-serve myself on my open house, but uh, in this particular case, I probably shouldn't have been driving, and he went, you know what? Why don't I just take you? So that's what we did, Uh, but it was a great day. I had the... Ryan, if you don't know, my Christmas tradition is just I have an open house. I don't have kids. I don't do a family thing, none of that. So I come to the shop. I have an open house. And the, the theme is that I'm not the destination. I'm the rest area. So if you're doing your stuff and then heading over to grandma's house or taking the kids over to take them to you know Aunt Susie's or play with their cousins or whatever, stop by, you know, have a drink, hang out for 10 minutes or hang out for an hour. I don't care. And people just drop in and out all day long. But there was... Uh, there was a half a dozen people that came yesterday that I literally have not seen since last Christmas. So it's an opportunity here to kind of catch up with, you know, guys that I don't necessarily see every day, but uh, it went very well. And the couch that I'm sitting on was my Christmas surprise from, um, I have this squad of girls that occasionally tries to make me miserable. And they gifted me this really hideous, um, this really hideous couch. So that was uh, that was a Christmas surprise that is going to end up out on the curb before the end of the week. While Joe goes back to practicing. <laughs> five
2: oh three. Hey, five oh three. There you I, I go. Have idea. Okay. So did the chip pick a minute ago actually go out there? Was that just for my viewing pleasure?
1: No, that was <laughs> for everybody. <That> so
2: was- <laughs> we really don't have a any real bet, do we, Joe? I mean, there's no I refuse real to participate in that. This is this is okay. What are you say I mean, I'm yeah. just throwing, I'm just spitballing here. I mean, there's no real bet as far as what you know the loser has to do. I refuse. And I mean, <laughs> Mitch and chip would probably really appreciate a Joe, a Joe uh,
1: Chip pick out there. Yeah, no, I would hate it. But why don't you tell the story of the Chip pick because this is kind of like emerged from the underground.
2: The so, this year, due to, I, I would say, the lack of performance that we had made me have to seek other avenues to have some enjoyment at the racetrack. So, pranks. <laughs> became, what you came up with. <laughs> pranks became something that I think it started with Corey Reed. Uh, I think he started it because, you know, we drove off the track uh, a couple times this year, and it's Charlotte. Corey brought a kiddie pool in my pit at about four in the morning and filled it up with 800 pounds of sand and put a little kid's toys and stuff in it you know it's just a good funny joke to you know stay out of the sand pit we'll bring the sand trap to you don't you come to it so then we uh, you know we just kept looking for other opportunities to to uh, to expand our uh creativity so uh, i had to race angel first round in denver and Joe had her and I lined up for the bar key matchup. And I just totally sober, too, at this point, because I was, I was, it was, you know, just one of those moments, you know, and I didn't have any beers. I said, I got it. We need to prank Angel. And what we're going to do is create the first ever chip pick. So we went and got our hero cards. We put them all over. Our, our pit area and uh we uh, also had been donated by mission chips and and angel uh, uh coincidentally this large box of mission chips so we then i came out of the race trailer in just my my racing boots and underwear and laid down and we began to pop open all the chips and create this this scene that appeared to me be naked uh, underneath this pile of chips which was not the fact, you know, that's not the case. Um, that would have had to had alcohol involved for that to happen. And probably not in an NHRA race. But however, we did the picture, and then we were able to show Angel the next day before we ran her, hoping to gain some mental edge in the marquee matchup. And then as well as I got to, if you remember, Joe, you had us draw pictures on a whiteboard of our competitor and I drew Angel as a stick figure with long flowing hair and put I love chips across the top. Yes, yes,
1: I do. And she Having PTSD to the white uh,
2: beard. She loved it and and she schooled me, treated me, beat me, put me on the trailer, and I, I went home with my tail between the legs. But I still had this epic chip pick that I could then use throughout the year as well as it, it just kept going and it's it uh I had a date with Angel, uh, where I took her cardboard cutout on a very nice uh, evening uh, event through uh, through the pits, it very tasteful, and uh, and <laughs> ended in Vegas with uh, uh, again releasing an even more uh, risque chip pick to Angel in public, which was which was really good. And then we kind of we after that when we were in Pomona, I said, "That's it. I'm not doing any more pranks." This championship comes down to everyone being focused and I think she was actually very disappointed that we didn't have something else up our sleeve to help motivate her. And uh, I learned a good lesson going into twenty twenty two as I'm not gonna mess with Angel. I'm gonna like I'm gonna let her think about everything more and not give her I think it kinda helped wash her mental palate and uh, put the focus on. So next year I'm just gonna sit there and I'm gonna stone cold just give her just give her the look.
1: The look she said really nice things about you, by the way, about that whole deal we had on gel. She was on with us, Alan, right? And she said she went into a whole diatribe about you. And it was before I had possession of the pick. I believe she's the one who sent me the pick, by the way. I think this was supplied by on gel. It was supplied
2: um, by me. I think I, I sent it to you. I had to let it, I had to let it, you know, see the light
1: of day. It, well, you made the right choice here, uh, Ryan. You've made the right choice.
2: But she had Rachel great It's been an awesome sport. She's a great friend of mine, and really, truly, the pro stock motorcycle class—the camaraderie of the class is very unique. Um, I don't know if it's a motorcycle thing or what, but it seems like most motorcycle. Oh,
1: he's getting his other. He's getting his call. That's it. Got the mic back. There it is. You're back. But yeah,
2: I mean, always good very very entertaining very very fun to be a part of the class and you know i think we're really lucky to have the group of people that we get to race against because uh aside from being extremely competitive we like to have fun too
1: excellent well ryan great job i look forward to seeing you tomorrow we're gonna have fun you got it man when, when are you gonna get out there reinhardt
2: you're gonna wait and see how bad joe gets beat or you know or maybe we'll have a, a reinhardt versus joe face off if i can't seem to pull through I, and have can you i know. bring
0: my mustang
2: yeah his mustang right. yeah his You're mustang. More than welcome to test and tune gates open at six you can bring it on in
1: there it is yeah
0: i'd i'd have to leave uh day before yesterday i think in order to get there in time but uh no I'd, I'd be happy to race one of your rental mustangs heads
2: up as long as i can bring mine you are more than welcome to to do both
1: there you go all right ryan Go get ready. Good luck on your flight. Most importantly, good, good luck, luck on both you guys. Flight. I hope you guys
0: have a good time tomorrow, and I hope uh, I hope it goes well. I hope your new business venture goes well. So best of luck with
2: that, also. All right, guys. Hey, happy holidays. Happy New Year. Merry Christmas. We'll see you guys in twenty. I'll see you tomorrow.
1: Yes, WFO. All right, Ryan. Later, Be right. good. Be good. There he goes. Flying Ryan Ayler. I got out of the chip pick bet. Thank God. Right? Like I can't what do that kick his butt. Uh, um, Well, that's the plan, obviously. Uh, you know, like I'm playing coy here, but I, uh, I can smash the gas when I see yellow, and uh, I'll just try to keep up with this guy, Pro Racer. I got nothing to lose, right? He's got everything to lose. He's the pro. I'm the Joe. And so it's going to be fun. Most importantly, though, something to do midweek in Florida, in great weather, at a legendary drag strip that is like now a historical landmark, and a lot of people are going to be there. George Casteris is coming out. We got a bunch of people coming out. I hear there's going to be a lot of people there. So it should be a lot of fun. If you're in the area, come on out and we'll have fun. But you know what's oh, funny? Go ahead, Alan. I, I don't know oh, if I, I cut you say, off.
0: Sounds like you're going to have more fun than I am. My football game got canceled. So I. Uh, right.
1: You're going to have a bowl game.
0: Yeah.
1: A bunch of them. The Canes withdrew from a bowl game. There's a lot going on. I don't know if you saw the Dolphins. Somebody commented about Monday night football last night that the dolphins uh you know they beat the saints and I'm super happy about it but the fact is the saints were like pulling people off the street to play in the game like 22 guys were out and it's uh it's kind of a tough situation right now
0: Yeah I'm I'm a little surprised I understand the NFL right we're going to play every game and we're the NFL and nobody can stop us but I mean at some point you got to go guys if you got to cancel a game you got to cancel a game you know and and I don't know whatever. but uh, You know, I hate the fact that uh, my game is not going to happen here in Tucson. And I'm, it was good though, that uh, central Michigan, who was the team that was here is going to play. They are going to the sun bowl down in El Paso because they were on the El Paso was on the other end of that. They had uh, one of their teams pulled out. And since fortunately, we're only talking about a couple of hundred miles apart, it's not that difficult for a team to get loaded up and get over there. So uh, I'm going to miss out on my game, but the sun bowl is still going to take place. And, I think just because they were here and ready to play in Arizona, I'm going to be re- rooting for Central Michigan.
1: That's kind of interesting. Like uh, a football game that neither team has game planned for the other team. Right? Yeah. Like you the last second switcheroo. No, you're actually going up against a totally different team. Good luck. That, that could be yeah. very interesting. Almost worth uh, watching. Uh, yeah, we're in a tough uh, spot. I agree. Like how many how many players down does a team need to be? before somebody says, timeout, uh, let's uh, do something differently. But th- then again, um, you know, it is what it is, it's like taking precautions. Some teams are going out of their way to take precautions. Who knows? I don't want to delve into that, but it is what it is, right? This is the winter, and this is what happens in the winter over the past couple of years. Any uh, final thoughts, Alan? Any other news stories that we didn't get to? that we need to talk about. Uh, I was perusing the news, kind of, you know, Bo Butner's car has been debuted now. We can see that. Mark Stockseth helping him out and kind of interesting stuff. I I got an interesting story for you that I will share if you have nothing.
0: Well, I just, you know, Brogdon says he's going to run the full year with KB Racing. So uh, if that happens, obviously that's another really good car that's going to be out there mixing it up all year long. Uh, warren johnson called me yesterday so i don't know that's not exactly racing news but it was nice to catch up with the professor typically that's a christmas thing uh but i called him on christmas and apparently i uh, screwed up and called his cell phone number and he said you know when i'm at the shop my cell phone's in the office if you need to call me you need to call the shop which i normally do and, and so but he called me yesterday and we got a chance to catch up a little bit he's working on uh actually he's got some lamborghini stuff that he's doing down at his shop he said but they are uh you know, just running wide open down there. So even though the professor's not out here racing with us, he certainly is not retired by any means, still working on Christmas Day. But no, I'll, uh, you know, all is well. You mentioned, uh, you know, talking to Brian Massengill at the top of the show. One thing at the PRI, uh, they asked me to come in and speak to the Hot Rodders of tomorrow. You know, the uh, high school and, and young trade school age, I don't want to say kids, but students that uh, earned their right to come out there and be part of a national championship thing. And, you know, Samtech is a big part of that, you know, but they're down there uh, doing some reading also, but they've also, you know, very heavily involved with a lot of the stuff, the future of, you know, whether it's racing or whether it's just uh, technicians in general. So I had a chance to chit chat with, uh, with Massengill a little bit down there, but sounds like everything's going well. And it's kind of cool to see the, the hot routers are tomorrow, you know, these young people that are genuinely enthusiastic about cars, you know, everybody says, well, kids don't care about cars anymore. And while it's certainly true that there are a lot of the younger generation that do not have a big passion for cars, there are still a lot of young, young people that do have a passion. It's good to see.
1: Absolutely. Absolutely. And in the previous generations, there were always a lot of kids that did not have a passion for cars. We, the people with a passion for cars, we're always kind of a smaller niche, but it doesn't have to be that huge. It just needs to be big enough for us to have a good time and to get whatever we want whenever we want it. And uh, we seem to be doing pretty well. Uh, even back in the day, you know, in the 50s, you think of the movie, uh, you know, Greece, right? The depictions, uh, Hollywood depictions of that. The, the car people were always a, a smaller uh, group, and I think that is just still the way it is these days. And those other people will be getting in their electric autonomous transports to bring them to the grocery store at some point, and we'll hopefully continue to have our cars, and it'll be great. But here's my story. So. Okay. Uh, This past week or so, last week, when we were airing the Tony Schumacher and the Bobby Bennett autonomously, I was in Houston, Texas. And I reached out and communicated with Stan and Sheila Holt. And so they invited me and my family to go out and check out Lupe Tortilla, their Mexican restaurant, right? That Stan started in 1983. And, you know, we say Lupe Tortilla and we see it on the side of these cars all the time. And I've certainly heard from Erica and Courtney that it's the best Mexican food that you'll ever have ever in your life. But that's a pretty big statement, right? So got to go to the restaurant with Stan and Sheila and enjoy a meal at Lupe Tortilla, the original location, like the first one of now 29 that are out there. And it was an amazing experience. It was an amazing experience, primarily to just get to know Stan and Sheila a lot better, right? Like when you have a couple of beverages and you have a meal, it's certainly different than when you're at the racetrack and everybody's running to get into the staging lanes or figure out what they're going to dial in for first round elimination. So I had a great time, but now I can put my own personal endorsement behind, man, that food was fantastic. Alan Ryan. I hope you had a margarita. Uh, a margarita, Alan? Okay. A margarita? <laughs> No, we got to start was, somewhere. They did start with 1, but I went deep, man. I I I I don't know. It was the over under was like 8, and I don't know whether wow. I was over or under. Yeah, no, man. I went they well, they they were on their holiday break as well, and everybody was reveling in the joy of the holidays. And so a good time was had, and I wasn't driving. And so it was great. So a little intel on a couple of our Lucas Oil series racers. Great stuff. And uh, I can speak from personal experience as I can, you know, like you mentioned, Sam tech, their school and Holly's drag racing school and Rodak's coffee and total. Seal. I can speak from personal experience now that uh, Lupe tortilla is incredible and even better yet, uh, you know, advanced the, the friendship with Stan and Sheila, it was pretty great stuff. Good times.
0: Awesome. That sounds like a wonderful way to spend an evening. Yeah. I've uh, you, you know, I've spent a lot of time down in Houston over the years. So I certainly have had my share of margaritas and meals, at, uh, the Lupe tortilla occasions here and there. So, uh, yeah, it's, it's glad that I'm glad that you finally, uh, got to experience it firsthand
1: firsthand. Yeah. Now I, I I can speak, uh, from a position of personal experience. All right, Alan, I got to go. I got to go start uh, hitting this practice tree a little more flying. Ryan seems pretty serious about it. Do you have any advice for me on how to beat him other than pull K max car in there and, you know, trick the guy?
0: That's what I would do. But, uh, you know, if you get an opportunity, if you get there first, go up and take a couple of practice hits on the starting line so you get the feel of what that thing wants, where it wants to go for RPM, what do you want? Uh, you know, you need to you need to make a couple of practice hits. You don't even have to go down a racetrack. Just go the first 30 feet and right. back up and do it again and back up and do it again. Uh, were you there? You probably weren't there. When uh, Amanda Busick got invited to do a uh, rental car race at, at one of our events, And she had never actually competed in anything other than when she went through Frank Hawley's school. I actually did that here in Tucson and got her super comp license. So I drug her out there, uh, put her in a rental car and said, look, here's what you got to do. Here's how you got to launch the thing. Here's how you got to make it happen. And uh, if I'm not mistaken, she had the second best reaction time, first round, won the round, and then went up and spun the tires the second time because she drove through the water and went straight in and staged. And I'm going
1: yeah, yeah, no, that's bad. spun the bad. tires,
0: and that was that. But no, you can you can learn a lot if you just go can, can do three or four practice launches, and like I say, you don't have to make the whole run. Just go up there, and dun dun, figure out what the car wants, and then uh, and then have at it.
1: That is my if intention. That doesn't work.
0: If that doesn't work, nitrous oxide.
1: That's well, exactly. I was (laughs) like, can I spray something in here? No, I don't want to cheat. I'll just take my uh, whooping one way or another, but I am excited about it. It'll be a lot of fun and we'll see. Hey, Justin is out there. He said uh, during last week's interview with Tony Schumacher, he mentioned that he's hearing Austin proc is coming back. Has anything, anyone heard anything about that? I can tell you that uh, that's pretty public that John is working on getting Austin back in the car. And Austin was at PRI with John and the family and they've spoken Uh, openly about trying to actively make something happen. They're, they're working on it. Um, As, as far as like details, I haven't heard any details, a specific sponsor, a specific schedule, but maybe you have.
0: I haven't heard that, but uh, as, as I understand it, uh, they have a significant amount of the sponsorship in place. They're holding off on making any kind of an official announcement until they have the team fully funded, hopefully for the full season then they'll be able to come out and say okay you know we've got xyz sponsors and you know kind of like what tony schumacher did only tony made his announcement first and now they're saying you know this is going to be a primary for five races this is going to be an associate for eight races this is going to and my understanding is that they have got a significant amount of the funding in place they're trying to get it finished up before they make the announcement so i hope he's going to be back out there for exactly the same reason uh, as I said, you know, Tony Schumacher coming back. Another good car. And it just steps the competition level of the class up that much more.
1: What did you think of Brian's uh, St. Garlets for the holidays?
0: I, you know, it was cute. <laughs> I, it was uh, – I, I liked it. I think that – I I hope that starts a tradition. And I hope that, you know, you, we we look back a few years from now and God man, every year that thing just keeps going to – so I, I – Love you, Brian. But I wasn't completely blown away by it, but I thought the production value of it was awesome. The fact
1: that oh, went man, back poor and found Kurt.
0: so many of the good pictures and so much of the stuff, uh, both past and present, and made it all work. But uh yeah, I thought it was I thought it was a cute thing.
1: Just what just what Kurt uh Spittler needed at the holidays writing <laughs> a, <Yeah. laughs> a special project to work on. You need to go into the archive and dig out a bunch of garlets cuts. Now, I, I'm sure Brian did a lot of it himself. It was great stuff. All right, Alan, the next time we speak, it will be 2022. We'll know whether the Joe or the pro won the big match race. We'll hopefully have some more information, and we'll start out on NHRA Camping World Series 2022. Do you have any New Year's message to the WFO universe?
0: Nope. See you next year. Let's uh, let's put 2021 to bed, and let's cross our fingers that 2022 is good to all of us. So, you know, like the uh, text message that I usually send out on New Year's Eve which is I hope New Year's Eve is great for you and I hope the new year is great for all of us. So that's kind of where I'm at right now. I'm, uh, you know, I uh, 2021 certainly had its challenges, but overall it was, uh, you know, I, it was a good year for me and I'm looking forward to you know hopefully building on and, and doing some bigger and better things i'm I'm actually going to get off uh, when, when we disconnect this I'm going over to pick up the latest uh, addition to the fleet I just oh. uh, bought a 71 Ford f100 that I've got to go pick up so that's going to be my new uh, my new little shop project here for a while and hopefully that'll keep me busy for a week or so but uh, I'm looking forward to it you know testing is getting very close um, and I've got uh, I've got a couple of things that I've got Going not necessarily NHRA related, but a couple of things that I've got going that are going to keep me busy until that starts. And before you know it, uh, we'll be in Pomona.
1: Excellent. Yeah. Pomona. And uh do you know if there's a preseason test out there at Wild Horse, like a, a yes. communal test? Do you yes. know when that is?
0: uh it's, I believe it's the week before Pomona. And I don't believe, well, I don't know. I, I don't believe it's going to be open to the public. They might have one day that, uh, you know, they're going to sell tickets and let the public come out. But I believe it's going to be, you know, the typical four or five days, uh, just kind of casual. But that is certainly uh, on the calendar as of right now. And uh, you know, looking forward to uh, looking forward to seeing them get back on track.
1: Excellent. Excellent. All right, Alan, great job as usual. Go get rid of that couch. Good luck. Yep, I will.
0: I'm, I'm going to go pick up my new truck.
1: There it is new truck, old couch everything's looking up. If, for if anybody
0: wants a couch announcer at nhRA.com or just show up with a pickup first come first serve
1: or hit them with a, on the Twitter machine if you want the <laughs> Reinhardt couch like think of how much money that couch is going to be worth folks. think of the memes you can make with the couch that Reinhardt sat on now it's been on WFO that is just amp the value up .0% so uh, pretty amazing.
0: Well, considering it started as free-to-good home, I don't believe the value of it's gone up a whole lot. Even if it went up 300%, it's still free-to-good home.
1: <laughs> you got it. All right, Alan, happy New Year. See you, Joe. Good luck hey, in your Bruce. race. Thank you very much. We'll talk about it next week. There he goes, the voice of the NHRA, Alan Reinhart, joins us each week right here on WFO Radio. There's there's Tony so telling us something about, uh, keep an eye on Kyle Koretsky from the new trophies. Nitrofish, like, what does this mean? This is a thing. You know, I got a, I got a message, right? Like, you got to contact this guy, and here's the number, and everything would seem very clandestine. I don't know. When people tell me to do that, I feel a little like maybe I shouldn't, right? But um, I have, I have uh, followed through, and we'll see uh, what ends up happening. All right, final comments in the comment section, guys, like your thoughts on Joe versus Pro, and can you make it out, and uh, your New Year's wish. For the WFO universe out there, this show that's happening here today um, initially wasn't really going to happen because between Christmas and New Year's to go live and get everybody focused on work-related stuff again, I thought, let's let them all have big vacation time, right? Like, let's have a little bit of a break. And then I thought, what a terrible idea. Let's get the WFO universe ramped up. So we got an ignition in the archive, the YouTube channel is loaded, and we're going to be shooting something for the YouTube channel specifically, at Joe versus Pro. So follow all the social media, be ready, and uh, let's rock and roll. All right, big thanks to the people who make it possible for WFO to do... No, not that. Ryan was trying to rope me into... Do you see how I shut that down? No. The power of no. I am not doing a chip pick. The WFO universe doesn't see me like that For as a result of a bet. No man, that they've, they've, that would be. So you want to see something funny though? The idea that I just had, like this, right here, Fly and Ryan should sell that as a non fungible token. That should be available for sale, like the one off that to the Fly and Ryan super fans out there, and <laughs> and only a limited number of people can get them. And if you don't know what non fungible the, the NFTs. And I'm sure you've heard about that are sweeping the world and everybody's getting them. And it's like the next uh, thing we need them in drag racing. Why not? But I'm not doing it. Total seal piston rings, the leader in ring seal technology. Larry Morgan is going to be our next guest. That's going to drop real soon. Um, We're already, we're closing in on 50 episodes of, hidden horsepower, which is pretty amazing, but this Larry Morgan interview, not only does he talk about like piston design, but he also talks about the Danny Jessel equal eight engine that he ran out at the U S nationals and working with, with Dan. And, and, um, it's a really great interview. Like Larry was killer. The only downside, if I'm going to even tell you about the downside is that it's, um, it's audio from a trade show. So you hear a lot of, you know, background stuff. And I think that's when Spider-Man McBride came by. He came by and it was like WFO. It was kind of cool. But check out TotalSeal.com and just know that you can order individual rings right from their website, whatever you want, right from their website. It's a great tool. TotalSeal.com. SamTech.edu. Brian getting some mentions here on WFO. And uh, I got to hang out with him out there at the PRI trade show. A lot of fun. Somebody out there gave me like a bug, but... It wasn't the bad bug, so no worries, right? Everything in perspective these days. But it wasn't Brian. And uh, great to see that samtech.edu continues to educate the next generation. You know what I thought about when we were saying that Austin Proc might be coming back? And there's all these stories about who might be coming back and what might be coming back. and um, like, Do we have enough crew guys out there? Do we have enough knowledgeable Nitro crew members? I was speaking with Krista Baldwin about it. Like, if you... Got the money dropped in your lap tomorrow. She's like, I couldn't go full season tomorrow. Just like I don't have all the guys that can do all the, the work and represent uh, a, a big multi-million dollar sponsor just yet. Like, that's what we're doing. We're learning, we're training, we're finding the people. That's not easy. That's not like a draft. There's not a draft for Nitro crew guys. It takes a lot, it's a lifestyle. You're out on the road. People don't appreciate how hard these guys, guys work. Where's the next generation coming through? Samtech. These guys, there's a lot of knowledgeable people out there. Look at the Stanfield guys. Look at everybody out there. Uh, many of them coming up through Samtech.edu. Also, Frank Hawley's Drag Racing School, the Dragster Adventure at FrankHawley.com. I know I can't use my Christmas pitch to you anymore, but I really think you should drive a Dragster in 2022. Go to FrankHawley.com to figure out how and when and why. You got the money. It's Christmas just days ago. Return all that uh, garbage you got and just get the cash back. Go to Holly's, And then, of course, there is Marvin Rodak, Rodak's Coffee and Grills dot com. Hot sauces, spice rubs, everything good. 817-924-6821. Also want to tell you a little bit about the WFO store. I've been getting a lot of reports from people who have been getting WFO long sleeve T-shirts and mugs and sweatshirts and just all the different logos, including the wide F and open one, which is very popular. Very popular. That is good that everybody is liking that. Uh, you can find it on our website in the WFO store location. We also have an Amazon store with all the different books and uh, cool products that have been recommended by our WFO universe. So check it out, WFO store on our website. Shout out to our friend Maddie out there, who's got her own YouTube channel and is going airboating and doing all her adventures. And it is a very, very cool scene. And uh, remember in the archive, Tony Schumacher, the Skag Power Equipment, Top fuel dragster, which you know, he's how do you not get nicknamed Tony the Tiger? Unless you're waiting, you're aware of a season desist from uh Kellogg's, in which case I totally get it. All right, let's see what everybody's got to say before we bounce on out of here and go just start hitting the practice tree, right? Like hitting the practice tree. Let's oh, it's it's turned off. I'm lucky. I don't want to have to hit the tree on the air, right? It's like what if I have a bad light? All right, what does everyone have to say? I am surprised at how many of you are picking me to win. This is a bad bet. Um, I'm not. Yeah, Phil did send it. It was Phil. It was Phil who sent it. And so, no, he reached out to me and the holidays got in the way. But now have friend requested you, Tony. How about me doing private business? and uh, And we can connect whenever you want. Okay, let's see. Give the couch to the winner of Pro versus Joe. No, guys. No. After what I heard about the couch, don't want the couch. I think one of you guys should get the couch. Jeff, who I met at PRI, this guy, I met him at the PRI show. Listener. Made me feel like a little celebrity. It was crazy. Have a great new year. uh, Ready for some noise. Yeah, we all are. We're ready to go back racing, right? But such a nice man. And knowledgeable and everybody like it's amazing to me how many like really high level, intelligent uh, machinists or business folks um, who are super successful find entertainment in the WFO radio podcast. Uh, It's amazing to me. Thank you so much for that. Andrew saying good show today. Great. Good luck tomorrow. Thank you so much. Uh, Jim says good luck tomorrow. Thank you so much. Uh, How about good luck getting there? That's what I am hoping because I don't want to drive. Number one, I need the segment. Let's face it. That's the most important thing. I got to get the segment. And we're right up against it now. So if I have to, like, rent a car to drive to Tampa to get back on Thursday, I'll have to do that. That's crazy. But we're getting the segment. There is no quit. Okay. Ryan Crew Chief says Joe has this. And that's my point, Terry. How are you guys all betting on me? It's his track it's his cars he knows exactly what they like exactly what temperature what makes them run quick what makes them go i am just some you know some, some would say uh you know some schmuck just coming in off a plane gonna waltz in there and get in the car and make it happen like tom cruise at the beginning of days of thunder like how are you guys picking me and yet you are Great show, Joe. Good luck tomorrow. Wishing the WFO universe a happy new year. Yeah, thank you very much, WFO universe. Dragster Jeff says, happy new year to you, Joe, and to all the WFO universe. You guys, listen, 2021. I saw somebody on a a news show asking the question, what year was worse, 2020 or 2021? And that made me feel a little bummed and pessimistic because I think it is a no-brainer. Yes, we're still dealing with negative stuff. Uh, We have always dealt with negative stuff. Throughout history, bad stuff has always happened from the beginning of time. But to me, it is a no-brainer that we are, even right now with this uh, Omicron, we are, we are, we are learning, evolving, getting better, dealing with it in better ways, um, figuring out new things. I think there was no doubt that this was a uh, an improvement of a year. Now, if, you know, anyone who experienced a personal tragedy, I'm sorry, that's terrible. Right. Um, You know, I can think of some personal tragedies that await me in the future, like the losses of family members and stuff like whenever that happens, it's going to be a terrible year. But generally speaking, I feel like twenty twenty one was a good year and we're going to keep on getting better because everybody knows like it is what you make. it. Did you ask Larry about the teardown we did at Atlanta? LOL. No. No, I didn't. If you're talking about Spider-Man, um, did not get to speak. It was more of a way, uh, a, a wave. If you're talking about Larry Morgan, um, no, we did not. Did not. But he's coming back. And so you can prepare a list of questions. I know who that is. Uh, the race prize is Alan's couch. So the loser has to take it. Oh, okay, Scott. That's actually really good. Way to go, Pickle Rick. Uh, see you tomorrow, Joe. Are you doing the shootout as well? I am not. I am not doing the shootout. I'm doing Joe versus pro. I am focused on that. And then I uh, plan to just have fun and kind of bounce around and make other people uh, feel nervous about what they're doing to all the WFO universe. Have a happy new year and winning and safe 2022 pro stock dreams says Jeff to you too, Jeff. Great to get to know you this year. Thank you, bud. Like last year, I didn't know Jeff Shockey and now I do. And we met face to face. Like what's better than that? than meeting new people who are, Good, hardworking, passionate people, especially when they love drag racing. Better get sharp on the super street tree. Yeah, we're working on that. There's some interesting stuff happening in that arena. Happy New Year to you, Joe, and the WFO universe, says Andrew. Ryan's too cocky. I don't think Ryan's cocky. I like Ryan's uh, personality. I I think you just got to get it. He's one of those guys that you don't know what is going on uh, until you're around him enough to realize what is going on. And he, yeah, he is, he is cocky, but for the fun of it, if that makes sense, there are people who are cocky because they think they, uh, you know, they're, they're superior or they're uh, pushing out some image. My read on Ryan is that he thinks cocky is funny and it is, and it is, but I've also seen him be very humble and look at what he just said. Like, He could have made up a bunch of reasons about why they did not have the best year this year. And no, he just owned it. Cocky people don't do that. Always bet on the underdog, Joe. Thank you, Jeff. Exactly. Lonnie, I saw Amanda Busick's Facebook that she has COVID. Hope she heals soon. Normally, I wouldn't read that, but she did put it out on Facebook. And yes, absolutely. I hope that is true for everybody who's got it. And a lot of people that I know have got it. Normally, we don't talk about it here on WFO because this is just a happy, positive thing. But what I will say is it's it's um, you know, it's obviously not a hoax. And this new variant is more transmissible. But some are saying that it's less uh, severe. I'm not a doctor. I don't know about that stuff. I know that I upgraded my masks. That's all I can do. So I'm going to wear an N95 on the plane. Whereas before I went with copper fit or WFO mask something cloth, something convenient, something that felt easy. Uh, I have decided I'm going to upgrade my mask technology. That's all I can really do and be a little more intense about being in close indoor situations. And that's all I got. That's all I got. I wish you all safe, happy, healthy new year. And that's all I can do. I mean, in reference to the race tomorrow. Oh, I get it about the race. He is a little too cocky about the race, but we're both playing the role, right? He should win. He is the pro. There is no doubt he should win. If I were to jump up and do the Buster Douglas and surprise him, like, think of that. Like, how does that happen, really? Guy comes out of the studio talking into a mic, hasn't been out of drag strip in months, right? Right. Spent more time working on the window on my GTO than I did on the actual racetrack this year, and I'm going to beat some pro driver in his own car at his own track that he knows. Like that's impossible, is it? Yeah. Hoping for a better 2022 after losing a track in Fontana. It's still COVID shut in. It has to be better. We still have Erwin Dale, and I am grateful. Yes, be happy and grateful for what you do have. I agree. Think about Palm Beach International Raceway, right? Like this little track over there in Tampa. It's going to go on forever. It's a historical landmark. And apparently Palm Beach International Raceway, according to everybody that I'm talking to, is going to be a, a, a giant parking lot for a Walmart distribution center. And there's no reason for anybody in South Florida to build a race car or have a race car or anything because there's nowhere to race. There's no bracket racing. There's no index racing. There's no nothing. Right? Like, that's sad. I'm going to just move beyond it and figure out a way around it. Improvise, adapt, overcome. Try to do Super Street go to Orlando once a year. He is the nicest man. He definitely uses cocky as being funny says Mindy. I could tell Mindy. I could tell. You can tell but you you know you, that's the thing about getting to know someone. You can't get a read on someone instantly. That's why people who try to make judgments about people by watching interviews on television, on the top end of the racetrack or really on television at all, it's um it's very hard, right? Or what somebody told you about someone, even worse. It's why it's um It's a blessing to be able to truly get to know someone's character because then you know them as best as they let you know them. And Ryan, man, he's been he's been a good guy. I watched him the first time he tried to qualify at the Gator Nationals, and it was the craziest thing for me to watch as the new kid in school, like, tried to fit in with the other pro stock motorcycle kids. And it was very interesting. And I just shut the heck up and like, hey, guys, Uh, what's up? And We don't know you. And uh, look, a couple years later, he's one of the crew. And he's doing the chip pick. And they're putting his scooter on the roof of his trailer somehow. Whatever car Ryan gets, trade him. Nah. See, so he already said that somebody thinks there's something wrong with a black car. Which, is that him trying to get me to pick the other car? Because the black car is actually faster? What's up with that? I don't know. Ryan is cool AF. Great guy, says uh, Barrichello. Immokalee is still there, isn't it? Yes, it is. Yes, it is. But uh, Immokalee is in the middle of the Everglades. Driving home from Immokalee is really, really challenging. And uh, I, I would I would go there. I will go to Immokalee. It's just, man, when you've had a track 15 minutes from your house and you've had to switch to a track that's an hour and 15 minutes from your house to then a track that's an hour and 50 minutes from your house, that is an airport track that, you know, is tenuous at best at any time, based on the, the, you know, the will of the government's airport regulation. It's not confidence ensue, you know, inducing. Mindy says he is trying to get in your head. He is trying to get in my head. He already has Mindy. He already has like, there are some things that I just can't not see. It's just troubling. It was intended for Angel, but like the entire WFO universe is freaked out about the chip pick. True on driving home from there at night. Yeah, that's the thing. Went to Immokalee a bunch of times, but the drive home at night was just kind of impossible for me. And that means you got to get an RV now and you just stay at the track and you drive home the next morning. And it just, it's a different lifestyle to go racing occasionally. Um, Hour and 50 minutes through the middle of the Everglades after an entire day of racing and driving and preparing. Uh, Something I could do in my 20s and early 30s. Not now, in my late 30s. Can't do it. Let's see. Win or lose, have a great time, is what it's all about. Happy New Year. I do intend to, Craig. Thank you, Craig. All right, guys, that's going to do it. Remember, if you'd like to join the VIP Listener Club, that are the patreons you can go to wforadio.com click on the patreon button and uh, we appreciate all of our patreons they're vip members they get monday motivation they get some special stuff nothing that great though and uh also wfo gear get on there the swag they're always having these sales different sales and we're coming up with more designs new designs so keep checking back and that is all i got we got the ignition show which is up in the archive which we kind of time stamped it because it was as the Miami Dolphins Monday night football game was coming on. And uh, the Dolphins have won seven in a row guys to win seven in a row, even against COVID riddled teams and the hapless, pathetic New York jets and giants um, to win seven in a row at the highest level of anything, including the NFL is something to be celebrated. Now they're going up against Tennessee this week, and I think that they are likely to lose that. Certainly, the underdog, as I am, the underdog in Joe versus Pro. But it's not the size of the dog in the fight; it's the size of the fight in the dog. And you got to go out there and you got to play the game. You got to bring it one ten, and nothing is taken for granted. So you go out there and you compete. You think not of victory or defeat. You think only of what to do to make those things happen, and we shall see. Look at this guy. They won them all in 72. That's right. Perfect season next year. The 50th anniversary of the Miami Dolphins' perfect season, by the way. 50th anniversary. Someone said that Corey Savoy is going to be out there at the, uh, at the Joe versus Pro. Tampa Race Rentals grand opening. They're going to have TV stations there. I'm going to try to you know work my way into an interview, right? Oh, it's going to be a media fest. The Tampa Race Reynolds Grand Opening. Ryan Ryan myself. I'm I'm a lot of uh Jack from Cycle Drag is out there. Like there's going to be a lot of stuff coming at you from Showtime Drag Strip in Tampa St. Pete. If you're, within an hour. I think it's worth going out there on a Wednesday. That's just my opinion though. All right guys. Happy New Year. The next time we talk, it'll be in 2022, week from today, WFO. We'll see you next time. Please be safe. And if you haven't seen it already, check out our holiday party. It was a lot of fun. WFO.